From Welcome Villain Films, the studio that brought you the horror hit Malum, as well as Beaten to Death and Hunter Killer, comes their newest nightmare, Mind, Body, Spirit, now available on digital. Directed by Alex Haynes and Matthew Miranda, and produced by Dan Asma, Mind, Body, Spirit follows Anya, an aspiring yoga influencer, as she embarks on a ritual practice left behind by her estranged grandmother. What starts as a spiritual self-help guide quickly evolves into something much more sinister. As Anya becomes increasingly obsessed with the mysterious power of the practice, she unwittingly unleashes an otherworldly entity that begins to take control of her life and her videos. Now, Anya must race to unlock the truth before her descent into madness threatens to consume her mind, body, and spirit. During its festival tour, which stops at Chattanooga Film Festival and the Unnamed Footage Festival, Mind, Body, Spirit garnered praise from critics who call it a found footage version of Hereditary and a knockout found footage horror movie for the live stream era. Experience the first ever yoga-themed found footage horror film and don't miss the film viewers have called extremely frightening and upsetting. Available now on digital anywhere you rent or buy movies online, including Prime Video and Apple Plus. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Girl That's Scary. It's your girl Kat Daddy. And Jazz 40 Ounce Connoisseur. And before we even tell y'all what the hell we talking about today, I would like y'all to get into our super kawaii cool returning guest, Lorenzo. Please do your thing, friend. Shake it out. Get loose. Hey. Hey. That's all I when got. You in- when you introduced me in my head, I heard the, the claps and cheers. So I'm going to need y'all to edit that in. <laughs> So it sounded like people cared about me being back on the show. Yeah, there we go. There we go. There we go. There we go. What the fuck is up? What the fuck is up? It's very, very good to be back. I feel like I feel like uh like a groupie, like I've been chasing y'all down. Like, hey, let me let me get on my episode. Let me get my episode. Can, can I come back on the show? Can, can I come back on the show? You guys remember me? But no, 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 no. Shout, shout out to how, how big you guys have gotten since the last time I was on here. I like that type of shit. You know, for us, we're just like, oh my God, we're just hanging out. We don't know what we're doing. I don't know. Well, also, I'm really sick because, you know, we're all stuck in Pandora's box. And um, it's just, it's keeping us from seeing our friends. And so, shout out to all of us having alternative ways of connecting with each other and chopping it up and shooting the shit. Yeah, the shit. The that shit. wasn't on purpose. I promise. The you. shit. I promise you. That was that was a good one though. That was that was a good segue. I, I like that. Wow. You're getting be- See what I'm talking about? Like, you just continually getting better. I'm getting clever. You like you like, I... you like Bryant Gumble. <laughs> 
I learned some new tricks. I learned some new tricks in the last year of doing stuff. Woohoo! All right, guys. Ugh. So this time, if you have not guessed by now, we're talking about Tales from the Hood 3 2020. It premiered on the Sci-Fi Channel, mm-hmm. Sci-Fi Network. Um, it stars fucking Tony Todd. The goddamn, you know who I'm, who he is. I'm not saying if you don't know who Tony right Todd now. is, you need to hit the Google machine right now. Yeah. I feel like I said uh-huh. the name too many times within the last 30-day radius, so mm. I'm just not going to say it. <laughs> I don't know how you would stumble upon this podcast and not be familiar with who Tony Todd is. You know, some people just, they just started. They just started living their lives. It's just their third day here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they are a little oozy. They just pull up and be like, I don't really know, guys. Well, I'm here to be toxic. I'm shaming niggas. You should know who Tony Todd is. <laughs> you should shame yourself. Oh, man. Well, I was so weak. As a special guest, I just want you to know I'm not here for none of that positive shit. I know. Oh my god, I'm crying because I see that meme um, with the guys like I thrive off of negativity. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Although I must say, to, to to take a jab at your other previous guest, I am not as as ruthless as uh, Yemi. Oh, <laughs> she definitely was gonna kill us in the zombie apocalypse. But you know what? She would have lived she, a long time. Yep, that's why she. But you gotta respect she it, the though. Final girl. You respect it, though. Yeah, that was so good. I love her. I miss her. Outside needs to open up. I miss her. Shouts to Yemi. I want to see my friend. <laughs> oh Jesus! I just want to drink drinks at Fridays and listen to people argue. Yes, Fridays. The Fridays by our house is so fucking ghetto. <laughs> it's oh, so fucking. And I love it. Fridays makes the best drinks. Okay, and they always overpour. Fuck yes, this hint, this strawberry <laughs> hint is strong as It's like bitch. your friend got behind the bar and said, "Let loose." <laughs> nah, I know exactly what Fridays y'all talking about. That's a that's a that's if a sketchy situation. Area, you you probably know what Fridays is, and that's it. <laughs> <sighs> okay, yes. Tales from the Hood three, y'all. Like Jazz said, it debuted on Sci Fi. Um, this is the third installment to uh, Rusty Condor's, um, you know anthology mm-hmm. series show we've talked about the first and the second one um back in the back back so y'all you know just like oh shit when that happened just go ahead go just go but on tell them but cat you got to tell them how to find the episode in the backpack because you just told me how you found it because you thought we skipped the second episode the, the second oh episode. okay so yes listen y'all i was just like all right while preparing for this where i saw it so i had went to um of course, if you're listening to this, you're probably, you're probably found us on one of those things that you know you listen to and stream yeah. things on. Um, and if you scroll all the way back to the beginning, like in the beginning, middle-ish part, um, it just says "Tales from the Hood." Now, by the time you heard this, you know I've already done a magical thing. Poof! But that's the one. And I had to scroll all the way to the end and realize, you know what, son of a bitch, we did do it. Um, so cool. Now we're here. But yes, if you want to catch up on the first and the second, if you haven't seen it, um, or if you just, you know, have seen it and just want to keep, you know, kiki and get these laughs and these, you know, hear us chop it up about it, check that out because Lorenzo's on that too because that's our friend, that's our partner forever, and he'd be watching the shit with us. Yeah, he's also um, on one of our zombie episodes. Yes. Talk about survival tactics. Um, so, yeah. Or lack thereof. You okay, know, you know, that's I'm true. dying. Hey, it's okay. <laughs> right, but we are opening up. Okay, boom. What I did like 
about this opening from Tales from the Hood versus the uh, previous two movies, um, or in addition, or in since the first movie, um, we're introduced to, like you said, we have Tony Todd's character, mm-hmm. William, and he's with this little girl, Brooklyn. And they make it seem like, you know, here's this guy, and he's got this girl, and they're fleeing from something. We clearly okay. see the somethings, the bad things. Um, and while they're fleeing, like, you know, somebody's like, oh, well, tell me a story. And Brooklyn's like, well, I'm gonna go ahead and tell you a story. Like, the stories her mama told her. Mm-hmm. And this is how it sets up the whole frame of the movie. Already, I like this better than the second one. What y'all think? <laughs> yes. Uh, but, you know, I personally have a personal vendetta against the second movie. Because okay. <laughs> I, I feel like I was tweeting about it and somebody was like, it's a lot of things. Um, somebody was like, they kind of liked it, and I got, I understand, but I could not like the doll, the gosh, the dolly jank, and then the Emmett Till story at the end was just the, the, it was so preachy, and now you, you, you know, I feel like you're promoting people to be martyrs. There's a lot going on here. Also, I really want y'all to stop playing with Emmett Till. I feel like leave yeah. him alone, leave Anne Frank alone. Leave, there are some people I just want you to leave them alone. We can just let them rest. Yeah. You know, I do understand they're an important part of our history, but also, like, we could let them rest. Yeah, I just... There's other stories to tell. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I just... Also, I'm Black... You know, I'm I'm kind of honestly tired of all the excessive Black trauma. Like, there's, like, you know, let's go there. Yeah. Um, You have it. You see it every day in the news. You see it every day in any which way form in our personal mm-hmm. lives. Um, and then, you know, we go to movies and movies coming out and we're like, yes, we want to support these movies, but boom, what's up? More trauma. And I'm just like, damn, like, it's already hard enough to be alive. Like, can we, can we, can I see something else? Yes. <laughs> can I get a, get a little more fantasy? So, or a smidge more like, this is not a thing. Can we I'm just doing. be like, do a, da- can we bring dance movies back? <laughs> like, can we just Oh see- my God. <laughs> can we just no. dance back? No, no, thank you. Um, I would like to see you guys serve. Well, what, what would you? What, what the fuck would no you guys serve look like movie. in twenty twenty one? Who even dances anymore? You like Chris Brown too old to be in that movie again? You know what? Maybe these niggas need to start minus dancing. the violence. Minus dancing. the violence. I would like to see you guys serve. Minus somebody get shot the fuck up because <laughs> you guys serve. What is that? Drum? The drum line have violence too. They got the fighting. No, not drum line. Yeah. Ain't um, nobody dying drum line, but. What's that? Are you movie? talking about Stomp the Yard? Yes. Doesn't Chris Brown literally die? Give <laughs> me the fuck out of my face. Wait, that's not that's not um That's not the same movie. That is Stomp I, the Yard. Oh. I thought that was you guys served. I'm not no, the same you guys served was B2K. Yeah. Chris Brown went in. They did it for Lil Saint. Wait, he wasn't in that movie? Nope. No. <laughs> Lil Kim was in that movie. Yeah, I thought Lil they Kim was all in the same is. movie. There was that many dancing nigga movies back then? Yes. Yes. Honey. Yes, go on, honey. Yes. Step up. Ooh, say the last dance. Follow your dreams. (laughs) Center stage. All right. Anyways, sorry, (laughs) y'all. Way better than the second movie. So, anyways, um, (laughs) we get into our first one. Can I chime in? Can I chime in? Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, please. please. I want to chime in how much better. Well, the second one is definitely trash. Like everything about Tales from the Hood Two is trash, but the 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 lead up, I like how they tried to change it up, and it wasn't you know like oh this nigga's in a mortuary and mm-hmm. Tony Todd is playing a, a creepy 
Undertaker. Mm-hmm. Like, nah, it was, it was a little bit of a curveball, and I like how they, they switched it up at the end. But anyways. No, I agree with you. Yeah. It was a really good change. Um, and it was it was it, it felt refreshing. It was like, okay, I see how y'all trying to we learn from we trying to give us something new, we try to revamp it. So they're walking in the dark. We get into the first story, Ruby Gates. Y'all. So Ruby Gates is essentially the name of this apartment building. Um, and at this point, basically all of the tents of this building are there. Everything is vacant. And there's like this one family that's living here, the Bradfords. Um, and it's like a mom and a dad and the son. And the son is a cancer patient. He's got this basketball and he loves doing basketball stuff. Um, and then we're introduced to David Burr, um, played by London Brown. And he he's like, you know, chopper suit friendly, definitely <laughs> a part of LLC Twitter. Like absolutely. <laughs> he's Slumlord Twitter. <laughs> Yo, he's definitely LLC Twitter. He might be he might be Forex Twitter too. Oh my god, definitely. <laughs> Listen, so mm, I'm gonna leave it there. Um, so my man's is definitely on brunch boot Twitter as well. So he is pulling up to this apartment building and he's just looking kind of shaky. He's just not doing good. So he's in cahoots with what's my man's name? Joe. You know, there's always somebody um over, you know, seeing a puppet master. And they, you know, they're trying to get their money off the property. So David pulls up on the family and it's essentially like, you know, trying to get them out the building. They're like, it's not happening. We got leaving. So David decides to be real fucking shady and hires this guy named Mickey to just, you know, make it a little unsafe for the people in the house. Not something, not something over the top. Just, you know, make a little smoking fire, just a little house grease fire, you know, something slight, nothing crazy. Mickey said that. Mickey is clearly someone who likes to take it to the next level. Because not only did he decide, oh, I'm going to just do a grease fire and say, fuck all that. We just about to burn this bitch on up. Mm-hmm. Boom. Mickey burns up the house. The people are sleeping. They're not alerted that the house, the building is mm-hmm. on fire because of the faulty uh, smoke alarms because, mm-hmm. you know, this building is, like, dilapidated. You know, it's not really a lot of care going into it. Mm-hmm. Just, you know how shady fucking landlords, slumlords do. Like, yeah. It's just, it's not They're a good dickheads. look all around. Yeah. Yeah. You know, definitely trying to get that money. Exactly. You know, just fill in the blank here. We all know the stories, the horror stories. Um, so that's essentially what's happening here. Can we can we take a moment to shout out to uh, gentrification and capitalism? Listen. Uh, the real enemy of this story. Yeah, I definitely wrote that in my notes. Message. Message. I'm tired. Yes. But just... <clears throat> Mickey, Mickey high ass. I don't know if he's high or if he's just unstable. He's just, he was shaky. He was very They don't shaky. really say what's going on with him. And he already knew how to burn the building down. He, I'm like, why do you, you were gonna. Because it's not his first rodeo. It's not. And he slips into this building and starts this fire. And you don't really know what else happens after that. Until, you know, my man, who's the, David, is his name? The daddy. Oh, the uh, guy. Yes, David. Yes, David is hanging out in his home, you know, drinking some dark liquor, probably stressed because, you know, he do. He know he doing a fucked up thing. Yeah, he won't. And he gets a call. He answers the phone. All you hear is the fucking basketball. So already I'm like, someone wrong. Niggas is ghosts. Niggas is ghosts. First of all, 
this sounded like a clip from Like Mike, and I was so upset because every time I heard this fucking basketball, all I saw was little, not little, little bow while doing that shaking move. And fucked up ass blazers on with the hole in the sneakers. Yes. They're playing basketball. First of all, that's that movie. They love Oh. Girls love little bowies. They did, but I was just like, "This is." That was my first thought, but I was like, "This is not appropriate because this little boy is really going through something in the movie." And why am I thinking about Bow Wow cutting it up if fucking Michael Jordan shoots? Because Bow Wow, <laughs> he he was not really living that life. He was acting. He's like, hey, okay. Now that I think about it, I know I'm going to hell for talking about a cancer patient, but didn't oh, didn't the homeboy wig look like his fake scalp look a little glued on, like? Okay, so we could talk about the makeup. All the right. makeup did look a little shaky. I'm not sure what was happening there. I'm not trying to bring anyone down, but it was shaky. It was yeah. giving me Halloween Horror Nights. How you, I, I just have a simple question. Yes. Would it not be cheaper to just shave my man's head than it would be to have him sit in the hair and makeup so they could glue a fucked up bald head on him every day? That You're they right. Like, yeah. He might have not wanted to consent also, to cutting his hair off. He had like a he had some taco meat Kevin Durant like fade. He ain't had no like waves or nothing. Like, bro, you could cut that. It'll be back in a couple weeks, like for the sake of the art. I don't know. You jeopardizing the art. You know, we're not aware of like the budget. We're not aware. I mean, we could look up the budget, but like the department, the budget by department. Like, yeah. you know, who could they get I want better for also us. like the I want better for us. Okay. Yeah, I'm trying to be positive. I, I mean, I am positive. Like I, like I said, I didn't come as a guest on y'all show to be positive. That's that's <laughs> y'all job. I'm here for <laughs> like, the negativity. And the I mean, you're right. It is with this. Be quite honest. It did look a little shaky. You're absolutely right. I can see the bumps under the wig cap. But you know what did look shaky? That fucking burn makeup. It did not look okay. shaky in that burn makeup. Now those burn away, those burn like melt away scenes, like this was PowerPoint, was oh. really throwing me out the window. Um, I was really cackling at that shit because I was just like, nah, mo, like this. This fake ass fire <laughs> is sending me, and I'm like, I know it costs to get but, a stuntman in a burn suit, but please, like, it, they, you know, would have been better even if they didn't. They could have just been smoking, and then that would have been something you could have done maybe <laughs> practically. I'm crying. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like their body's like kind of smoking because it was burnt versus you giving us digital fire the whole way through. Okay, so boom. Listen, right. I felt the same way as you. Mm-hmm. I definitely did. We all feeling the same thing. We we all usually on the same page. But then I had to remember this debuted on sci-fi. You're right. And I had to tell myself, okay. This is really good for sci-fi, man. Okay. Time out. This is the same channel that dropped Sharknado. Yes. yes. Do you know how much money that movie made? Don't don't give them no don't give them no props for nah. Nah, because if you were smart, you'd have spent that little CGI money on a better wig for my man's as a cancer patient, showing him some respect. You're right. You're you know what? Right. They they I feel like both can exist. You're right. Yeah, that was a little you're disrespectful. You're right. That's that crazy. was my eyebrows and that wig was disrespectful. It was crazy. I, you know, I just, you're absolutely right. Definitely not. I cannot defend that. That's not my people's. But looking at Spike Lee, you know, now there's ghosts and they're burnt and they're trying to fuck him up. You he keeps getting phone calls and they're just so playing on his phone. How mad would you be? How mad would you be if you got haunted by a ghost and he wasn't saying no creepy shit? He was just bouncing the ball on the other end of your phone. I'm like, why do you keep answering like, the phone? That's it's not even scary. 
I would just like, throw the phone in rice. I would be so mad for being inconvenienced if I was getting haunted and like my phone ring at like three in the morning and it's just a nigga bouncing the ball. Like you're not going, you're not going to make no scary noise. You're not going to like groan or like roar or, or growl or nothing. You're just going to bounce a fucking basketball. He just going to play on your phone. But when he did call, he did call the number back because they, they didn't call block. They were both. Yeah, no. Um, I do like he. It was like, hi, you reached this. We can't answer right now because you burned us alive. Uh-oh. I was like, ooh, ooh, that was a little scary because he definitely he dropped that phone. I ain't like that. Uh, I, that stressed me the fuck out. But you know, he got tossed out of a window. I would have liked him to been burned like burned seat. via the chest pass of the basketball. I was sick. <laughs> The it little boy passed into the ball like it was a high deck, like it was like a Harlem Globes trying to take, whoosh, take the ball, and he just flew out the window. And I was like, you know, that whole ending scene was was a literally a recreation of NBA Jam when you I'm catch fire after please. making three shots in a row. Also, the ball coming down the stairs gives me Changling, Changling. Uh-huh. No, the red ball comes out of stairs. Um, Girl, it was giving me that Nike commercial when the basketball was just bouncing. Everywhere. I like that commercial. I do too. But that's you talking about the one awesome. with the squeaky, with the squeaky floor squeaks was in the beat. Yeah, yes. floor squeaks in the fucking ball. I enjoyed it. That's what it was giving me. I was entertained though. I was following the story. I just, you know, was wanting better. This was one of the better stories, like over like yeah, storylines. It wasn't bad. It wasn't a bad story. It just a few tweaks when it really gave it. a it would have really just gave it a good kick, kick up for number yeah. two. Um, but you know, like I said, budget. Um, I don't know who was doing. It wasn't bad. I give him a B minus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. If, and if we, yeah. and if it depends on what we comparing it to. If you're holding it against, if you're holding it, we're against not holding the it original, against the first one because I'm not doing that. Then yeah, you can't do that. But if you're holding it against the second one, then it's like comparing fucking Shakespeare to. Alex Jones. I don't know. I'm screaming. Now, um, also, <laughs> I didn't even get to like comparing the second chain. I was just like thinking of the four stories and then the wraparound story for this one. This was one of the better like stories to kind of gripple in to, to see what we're working with mm-hmm. as the movie plays out. Um, I will let y'all know what was my least favorite story um, in the end. Um, but we're going to glide into the second story. And it's called The Bunker. Whew. Okay. <sighs> so The Bunker basically follows Denton Wilbury, played by Cooper Huckable. You've definitely seen him in several movies, my friend. So I'm not even going to list those things. Um, and Denton Wilbury, is de- he's a guy who has a radio show. He lives in like a bunker. He's you know, like you know doomsday prepping. He's out here talking to the Patriots. He's big MAGA. He's definitely walking mm. around with the Confederate flag on the back of his jacket. Um, he's he's but he's taking it to the next level. Like he's, he's basically def- he's basically a reincarnated Rush Limbaugh. Okay. Mm. <laughs> and there you have is. it. Yeah, he's in there just spewing all types of bullshit. The language is real. Real harsh. Um, Very offensive. Lots of coons and lots of monkey gorilla and all this shit. Slavesman master and shit. You know, just he's fucking, like, he's humping fucking doll sex dolls. It's like he's eating beans. Well, he's like, looking at, so he's looking at the poster of the, uh, the white woman on the poster and he's like, it's this white queen and 
blah 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 and he takes out all his like racial demonic bullshit frustrations out on the black and other people of color sex dolls and he's fucking them and to the point they're exploding and it's just really gross um i felt like the scene went on for a little too long i mean it did what it was supposed to do but that whole story was way too long i could have made that like a like very short that could have been a flashback i didn't need a whole you know Man, and then, like, why are y'all keeping this person? I, first of all, I don't agree with keeping people as a zoo. Yeah, he's problematic, but I'd kill him instead. Send him to Mars. Yeah. Him, um, Imprisonment, but you holding him in this area, and it's like, oh, he everybody's coming to look at him. It's real fucking weird. And the zoo you also know, had I a misogynist. Oh, shit. I'm crying in the car. Well, I feel like, I feel like. I'm so sorry, everybody. They would have. Fuck that punk ass second story. That shit suck. Long yeah, story suck, short, I'm gonna put a, niggas turn niggas turn the museum exhibit in, out of an old racist white dude. Man, fuck that guy. That yeah, yeah. Just way too much attention. So y'all, that's essentially what happened. Um, they, this guy is not. He he shoots like out at the out the open because he can see people staring at him. Mm. And for us as the viewer, we just see what's going on. So I'm assuming we're one of the viewpoints of the people who are watching in on this exhibit. Um, it's like giving you really very much Twilight Zone. You're looking mm-hmm. at a larger view of it and he's a museum exhibit of a racist. Um, what I felt like was a little too on the nose for me mm-hmm. was when they were like, oh, well, we can go look at the misogynist exhibit. And like, I was just like... And I feel like that woman had a wig on it. I didn't like it. This was also around, you know, like a lot of the uprisings mm-hmm. and... Um, you know, the Me Too mo- movement had just, you know, you know, it's doing its thing. So I was just like, okay, I see it's supposed to be a wink and a nod, but also, like, I'm touching my nose. Yeah, it's a lot. Um, also, from that first... No, wait, never mind. That's another story. I was just... It's hair. The hair. Y'all gonna stop... Y'all gonna stop putting these wigs on without plucking these parts. Y'all are really gonna stop disrespecting the wigs like that. It's just... It's not even about money at that point. Tweezers. In time. Okay. That's all right. Well, we're gonna slide into... Wait a minute. Let's back it up. Will everybody share their thoughts on how they felt about the second story of the bunker? Um, That shit sucked. And they was... I do like that he got his comeuppance by being violent and it turned back on himself but mm-hmm. I it's not the same satisfaction because it's like in the first day where you had the story the person spewing all this shit calling people nigglins and all this shit he gets <clears throat> eaten by dolls slowly Love that. that is the comeuppance him shooting himself and his own violence being turned against him no fuck him be his ass if someone would have took a brick to his face that would have been a little bit better what if okay. someone would have crawled into the zoo they disagree with him being withheld and he did was beating his ass or something. I don't know. Okay. Maybe that would have been better. Okay. Uh, but I just <sighs> lackluster anticlimactic. Um I, I'm not buying anything about that story because you have to convince me that racism would die long enough for it to be observable in a museum. Exactly. Like it, that shit is woven into the fabric of your existence that they going nowhere yeah. so yeah no nah, I'm, I'm not buying it from from the premise of the story but nice try you know <laughs> good, good good keep hope alive segment but you know, fuck all that 
I mean, especially y'all think racism and misogyny is gonna be back going. Sure. They, yeah. You know what? They was real hopeful, girl. They was trying to be positive. Yeah, they're full of if shit. You think, they if are. you think, if you think a, a, a one of them backwoods Trumper niggas is gonna let you fucking put them in a museum, huh. yeah, all right. Mm. Yeah, all right. Yeah. He's definitely gonna go out shooting. Um, Here we go. But yeah, fuck that story. And we now realize that the little girl Brooklyn and our friend Tony Todd, who was William, they have gotten into a building. They're riding on. He's she was like, I need you to carry me because I'm gonna tell you a story. Mm-hmm. And he was like, All right, man, but whisper, whatever. She starts know. asking about her mom too. Yeah, like, what's my mom gonna be? And also, what's funny is <laughs> she be she starts digging into his ass. Like mm-hmm. further down the line, she's like, My mom goes about demons because she goes to church. She always goes to church and you never go to church. So I was like, hey, girl, girl you know how kids be honest as a bitch. They about to drag your ass. Also, this around this time, like, Tony Todd has, like, different kinds of, like, monologues. He kind of just, like, goes off and in his responses to Little Girl Brooklyn. Like, their whole interaction. It's not off-putting, okay. but this is when you kind of slowly realize there's more to what's happening here. Um, Tony Todd, you know, I got real cute, started writing stuff down. He was like, evil has a way of looking nice and shiny on the outside because they have this conversation mm-hmm. about like evil and good and evil and blah, blah, blah. And when he was saying that, I was like, okay. All right. What's going on here? Where are they going? If he's supposed to be taking this little girl home, why are they going under all these under passages? Something about this does not feel right. I'm like, is this a post-apocalyptic world? What the fuck is going on? Uh -uh. I don't know. That's what I'm thinking. Something about this is not right. Yes. He was like, you know, I'm going to carry you, but dang, you know, you heavy for your age, which comes back later. Because I was like, oh, she's a little girl. She's heavy. So he's picking her up like, god damn, nigga, whatever. So the next story starts. And it's called Operatic. Um, so first of all, this story is, <laughs> I feel like it starts off where they're in the studio and shit, right? You know, they got this little wild ass fucking fuckboy ass music. It's great. It's hey. a fun time. They talk about getting real drunk and, you oh, know, wow, getting yeah. fucked up. <laughs> Yo, shout out to the song they was recording because that was definitely like if the city girls could sing. You know, yep. Yep, I was here for it, to be quite honest. It was not a bad song. And then it definitely wasn't bad when uh, my homegirl, Chayla, uh, came in there and started really giving the background vocals. It was giving me that Pussycat Dolls performance where everybody is like dancing and the other girl comes out with a microphone and just hitting all the runs <laughs> real loud over at everybody else. And Nicole look, looks at her, but she just, you know, you, don't, you can't stare at her. Oh, Nicole was pissed she was getting out saying that night. That girl was waiting and I was screaming. And this bitch was pissed. My favorite, I wrote this down, is bitch, you lost your motherfucking mind? And they literally picked, the security guard literally picked Shayla up and taped her out. This <laughs> was like, damn, you got like you got escorted out the club, bitch. Cause, all because you could sing, because you you was doing a little too much. And Park was in there the whole time watching. Was like, oh, you the real talent. What the hell? <sighs> and he you hooks her. You need to background, baby. Yes, you need to be. You got talent. And so he hooks her with a jog shitty pair of bills and stuff. And she's supposed to watch Lynn 
Whitfield. Okay, playing Miss, Marie Benoit. Miss mm-hmm. Benoit, you mm-hmm. know, she's mm-hmm. still mm-hmm. sick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shout out to my baby. <laughs> Love her. Lynn Whitfield is great. <laughs> Legend. She is, and she's giving off glamour. Expense. That's what she's giving off. Old money. She All could right. drink my blood. <laughs> so... Now Shayla is watching her pretty much companionship. She keep watching this old same old opera performance, and Shayla's like, "Man, I can't stand this bitch." We keep watching this same ass movie. Oh my god, what the fuck? And then she goes to sleep on her one time, and Lynn Whitfield cusses her the motherfucker out. Bitch, for a while, I was like, "I know you ain't sleep. Do you not understand that this is the only video because in 1950, motherfucking eight, bitch, I wasn't allowed to even sing the song, and the other hoes got the flu. That's the only reason." I was able to sing it and some man had a video recorder. They know that bitch is old when she said a video recorder. Not a camera. Video recorder. And then the the, the playwright, they, they wanted me to star, but then they was like, how could you let that nigga play fucking uh, Carmen? So Lord. then she couldn't get no more work. And then she was like, oh wow, let me sit up. Pick your face up, Shayla. Yeah, but then she said... My favorite part. She said she could sing a little bit. And then Ms. Ben was like, ooh, girl, I want to hear you sing. <laughs> Shayla starts singing, right? And she, her voice is not bad or anything, but she, she, you know, she maybe she wasn't classically trained or some shit you like that. You know, people that. who sang in the church. Yeah, she didn't sing in the church. She just started, you know, she was singing in the shower. And what happened was, Ms. Ben was like, oh, you know, um, you could use some work. Gowns. Girl, not, not a bad voice. Beautiful, beautiful gowns. Beautiful gowns, pretty much. Definitely hit her with the beautiful gowns. Beautiful gowns. Beautiful gowns. Lovely outfits. And she wanted to cry. And she literally imagined killing that bitch with the effects on that was fun. She turned her head into mush. I can tell they blew their whole budget on on the, the special effects for that one particular kill in the movie when she bashed her head in. Yes, like, that shit. It's not horror related, but it gave me. Um, if y'all niggas ever seen Drive with with uh, what's his name, Ryan Gosling, there's a scene where he stomps a hole in the dude's face and it looks just like that. Like they like really put the bread up for for that. Like. It's probably why they couldn't give my cancer my cancer patient a better wig because they spent the money on it. They spent a lot of money on that. All for it to just be a dream sequence. Okay, so listen. Um, Shayla, whatever the child's name is. Park? Um, yeah, so she's yeah. in cahoots, you know, messing around with Park. Park is her manager. He's yeah. gassing her up. You know, he's, he's managing her. He's, hey, okay. Business and pleasure. Worst mistake. Just worse. Yeah. The worst decision you can and make in your like, life. I wanted to kill her. And Park is like, bet. You trying to kill her? You trying, yeah. <laughs> and um yeah. <laughs> and Shay was like, yeah. So um they plot to kill Miss Benoit. Uh and they think they killed Miss Benoit, but who Shayla? You played yourself, girl, because they get so Park. There's a part where Park is gathering Shayla's blood, like oh, tell us, like her donated blood. You know, got her ass, blah blah blah. Never give away your fluids, baby. Um, got her blood because Park 
and Miss Benoit are actually, you know, older people. Park already switched bodies, but they did like blood magic and all kinds of other stuff and were able to do like a body swap situation. So they are in cahoots together. So Park is out here dicking down Shayla and Shayla thinking she is in love with Park and it's about to work and her career is about to take off ground. It sounds like an episode of Love and Hip Hop, but I promise you it's not. And um, it's actually not going to work, girl, because Park is actually in love with Miss Benoit. This is my type of shit because you know <laughs> messy soaps. Yes. Um, and she's like, you know, in love with Miss Benoit and they are like lovers throughout the decades and this is what they be doing, girl. And he's already got a body, so now she didn't got yours. So... Shayla wakes up after a shaky ass night of thinking she's dreaming and hallucinating. She wakes up in Miss Benoit's body. Um, and she's looking around like, I can't believe it, girl. What the hell's going on? And Park just pushes her ass off the balcony. It's Damn. over for you, bitch. Yeah, that's fucked up. Like you snatched you snatched my body and then you gonna push me over to some steps. Like yeah. and she old as hell now, too. So like it's over. That probably shattered every bone in your old ass body. Why you got to do all that? It's like, over. Mm-hmm. I actually like the story. I like the story not because it was scary, but because it reminded me of what a documentary would be like as if you were signed up with Puff Daddy. Oh my god. <laughs> I low-key feel like that's your bad boy initiation. Like you definitely gotta kill an old lady. Oh and drink her blood. My goodness, sir. You know what? I'm tired. I am tired. I am literally sitting here like, I can't believe it. Um, I'm so fucking weak. I don't even know what to say. But I do know that Lynn Whitfield died with that leg kind of bent up and I was crying. You know how people always I think die. It's, like, I think like it's this. in your contract. It's, it, it, you know what it reminds me of? You know what I hate, but it's like in every movie mm-hmm. that it's that bent leg when you fall from a height and die and then that fucking scream. You know what scream I'm talking about? That <laughs> Like, yes, know. but it's like a whoop. It's like it, it's oh my god, I hate that fucking scream. But I want to say it's from like a 1938 filming of the that birds one. or some shit. And like, no, the quick one, it's a woman, but it's like a like it's a weird scream. I but think you know it. I'm not like they it. use it in every movie, even when it's like a male's voice, they make that same fucking scream. Like they did it in uh, I want to say scream because it's like a scene. Mm. There's a scene. There's a scene when like uh, Ghostface turns around and they make that fucking scream, and I'm like, oh my god, it's a grown man. Why, <laughs> why did they use that 1930s ass scream for this? But <laughs> yeah, I digress. That's fine. Uh, um. So yes, this story wraps up with Park and uh, Sh- uh Shayla, aka Miss Benoit. Um, Miss Benoit is a really- bad boy. Yeah. Oh. Well. Oh my God. <laughs> well, basically, she started, uh, you know, she went out and decided to sing Carmen for her audition, nailed it, winked off over yonder in the distance to her bay park. Mm. Because, you know, we already seen what he really looked like, but he young on the outside, kind of like um, 17 again. Um, and it was Liddy. And I feel like, you know what? I like this for them. I like that this story didn't necessarily end positive pending your view of it because it ended positively for somebody not necessarily who <laughs> not thought it was um she summer, so I mean, it, I mean it is what it is and i i honestly like that this couple will essentially try to live out 
to beyond the end of time. Yeah. Um, switching bodies and souls. So turn up. Also skeleton key shit. It's lit. Yeah. Check that, check that. Oh, oh my, my god. god. <laughs> so <clears throat> we're coming up on our last story as William and Brooklyn are kind of like nearing the end of their journey. Uh-huh. Um, and they want to hear one more for she wants to hear one more final story, or he wants to hear one more final story. So they talk about the story called Dope Kicks. And <laughs> I fucking hated this story mostly because okay. So we're introduced to this guy named Percy, Percy Woodhouse. And Percy just be out here doing anything, y'all. Yeah, and like, shower dirty. Bitch, um, please. He's a piece of shit. He be punching niggas in the face. Like that's how he that's how he takes care of people by punching people. He's like literally knock out knocks your ass out and robs you. Yeah. He's just not a good person. Um, his friends know he ain't shit. What's crazy is his friends, I'm assuming, have a job because they believe it going other places and they know this nigga literally goes around and just, you know, commits crime. Honestly, I feel like they took this one from like some news clips because I definitely remember several news stories. Niggas just like a string of armed robberies with niggas just getting knocked out. So like this was definitely some social commentary going on in this one. Okay. But, yeah, that that was hilarious. Well, we need to have a discussion because he punches out this young man named Victor, and he hits his ass so hard that it actually, you know, causes damage to his brain and essentially kills him. Mm-hmm. And he takes his shoes and he's punching old ladies and he's doing other stuff. And the shoes are so ugly, girl. They took his supers. I'm so glad you said this, my this nigga. Man. I am so glad you said this. Oh my god, I definitely like super kicks. Man. He definitely stole some fucking Chad Muska supers. Uh. Some. Spray painted gold super sky tops. They look like some Q dog initiation boots. Oh my god! They definitely look like. <laughs> I could definitely see somebody's shoes with some damn boots on. And oh my god! In a fucking like, purple shirt that is cut fuck? into a bib because there's no how more the material fuck? on the motherfucking shirt hanging on by How? I I have questions. How the fuck? Is Spike Lee your executive producer? The man who made the Mars Blackman commercials literally is like the, the the visual director for Michael Jordan, and this nigga robbed a man for a gold pair of Supras. Hey, like y'all couldn't y'all couldn't tell Spike to let you borrow a pair of his gold sneakers. That like, wasn't in the budget. That was not the budget. budget. I would have rather him do this shit in some Clark's bitch. I'm crying because the Supras took me down. I this first of all, I'm here to say. The Supers was a dark time in our history. And that's all I'm going to say on that. And if you owned a pair of Supers, it's fine. This is a judgment-free zone. I'm just saying that No, it's are... not. No, it's not. Okay. <laughs> no, it's not. Okay. Minus Lorenzo. It's a judgment-free zone, but I'm also saying let's all take a collective look back and look at these Supers together. And just look at ourselves and look at the Supers. And then put the mirror up and look at ourselves. Mm. We knew better than that. Listen... Anyway, these go ass supers is now stuck on Percy's feet. Um, because probate he, boots. I'm tired. Space walking moon nigga ass boots. I hate these because oh, space walking oh, boots. Shut up, please. Oh, please. Dog please. Ass. You had us coming over here and doing it. It's not, it's not, not up, guys. What, what they gonna do? Bark at you? 
No, they're going to be like, you can't be doing the X, Y, Z. I'm not trying to hear it. It's not us. I don't want to. You know what? I, I ain't going to fuck y'all bag up. I ain't going to fuck y'all bag up. <laughs> they Come probably on. don't care. They're probably not even That's listening. fine. Anyway. I'm just saying it's not us. So anyways, um, <laughs> he is, Percy is looking at the TV uh, and, and the TV is reporting all the wrongdoings that have been going on. And Connie Conjurer, that's the lady that's on the TV. With the wig? Girl, yes. Her oh. mama was got got knocked oh, out. Not no, wig. not the news reporter lady with the crepe with the wig with no part. I gross upset. hair straight off the mannequin, just not uh-huh. right out the pack, straight from Party City. Just mm. so it was, it was just not good. I'm tired of movies, and this is a movie about black people, so I'm having a different kind of conversation. But overall, I'm tired of movies not investing in black women's hair. I'm tired of this shit. The wigs look crazy. We can get this is all Tyler Perry's fault. I just want you to know that. I'm tired of that shit too because we was just talking about that. Y'all be having these budgets and you can you can just hire people to freak the wig or for the keys and to learn how to freak the wig because they just look like it came fresh out the pack onto their head. Why they gotta look like this? Listen, it's just it's not I don't know why they're like it's bothering me, my homegirls. My day friends and all of them some. I'm tired. You don't. It just looks crazy. And it's like, not like oh, it's, it's you can't afford to. You can get some tweezers, girl. Yeah, get something. <sighs> Anything. I want us to be free from the oppression of bad wigs. I do too. Listen, because it's really we not. You got to do this. You can get a, 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 a if even if you don't have the budget. Somebody outside on the internet will show you how to make this ten dollar wig look like at least a forty dollar wig. Listen, what if it's what if it's a conspiracy? What if this is no. like like the man's version of like instead of them not being able to ban us from movies, they just gonna like not spend the money on on, on our set production and make us look bad. Like yeah, you, you can have a nice movie, but your wig gonna be fucked up. I don't know, man. I'm crying because the tinfoil hat is definitely slowly sliding onto my head and I see in the vision. But um, I just want better for us in all aspects. You know, hair department. If you don't know, open up the internet. I'm pretty sure you can find somebody very quickly. I'm not going to give you that much because you need to pay me. Um, <clears throat> Percy looking at the news. He finding out all this wild and he's looking at all this shit that he's done. He's feeling real good. He's gloating. He's having a good time. He realizes after in between all of this, you know, he did try to get chicken and all this other stuff. He done pooped on himself. He peed on himself. It's all kinds of stuff. His bowels just going crazy. He can't take these fucking shoes off. He get in the shower. He got to wash himself up, but he got to pull his pants down and wash the poop out of his pants. It was uh, really, it was just that was That was really gross. That was really gross. Another line I really enjoyed. Yeah, I gotta be lucky I jacked that beautician. Bitch, you be lucky I got this. This nigga had a hair dryer. And I'm like, first of all, you robbed a beautician. And then where did you rob her? Like, was she just walking around with her hair dryer? Like, what? What? what is your problem? You punched a beautician in the face. Like, what is your problem? You deserve was, all the shit that's happening to you. I'm was you. I the only one that got very heavy color purple vibes from the voodoo lady when she cursed my man's? Oh, well, everything you done, done. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah I Pop hole. Until you do right by me. Oh, boy. The color purple really sends me to a place. And the older I get, it really fucks me up the more and more I watch it. Um, I see what you're talking about, though. But it... 
this movie just takes a turn. Um, my man's Percy kind of runs into Connie, and Connie's with her mom at the hospital, and he's realizing, you know, he's had a um, curse put on him, and he essentially is taking on all the things that have happened to the persons that he has done wrong. He has wronged, um, mm-hmm. especially people he has killed. So he's thinking he's got to atone. So he goes to atone and in the hospital and they're like cutting open the body in the morgue. So it's slashing him up. Also, the reason why he's been going through all the different things um, is because, you know, rigor mortis is setting in. Like, you're loose, yeah. your bowels are loose, you know, you're getting all tightened up. You're dying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And while he's dying, it's like, it's so much happy things happening, y'all. It's got, like, bird-like, demonic it's creatures. It's a demon trying to take his soul. Can, we, and it can looks... we talk about, can we talk about the angel that comes down from the car accident that he walked I was trying to pretend that didn't happen. That shit looked like, like, a, like a kindergarten play. Oh. Oh, man. Like Shorty really came down from like a tree with the weakest angel outfit. You're right, like, man. They, they absolutely did. I feel like wardrobe and makeup and hair. She didn't look like an angel. She looked like an employee of Little Caesars. Shut oh, your mouth. Okay. Now you. Now you. You're okay. Taking, you're taking it too far. Now I will support you in the. This was giving, um, you know, school play vibes. It definitely was, and I feel like that might have been on purpose. What are we saying here? This wasn't it. Yeah. Um, I'm not Little Caesars. Uh-uh. That, that shit was like a fucking toga. Like, she was going to a toga party. Toga, she was, she toga, toga. Like, uh, <laughs> not the school toga. The moral of the story is spend your fucking money on set design and costume design. Like, that niggas is really fucking it up. Because you're spending somebody else's money when you're making the movie. Just pinch a couple pennies and get some good wigs and some good costume because y'all was really killing my heart. I be trying to like y'all shit. I'm trying to support black business. Oh, you need to do better man. by us. Do right by me, Harpo. Not Harpo. Harpo, Harpo and then wasn't even on this one. Um, I'm tired. But yeah, so it was just... Yeah, this, the, the, <laughs> the ghost thing that was chasing him, If I feel I like if that, was a, if that was a little scarier... I feel like that would have been better because it just wasn't yeah. scary at all. It just felt mm-hmm. like a nigga with a fucking bird chicken mask literally having a dance battle with him. I like yeah, that. What happened, Lorenzo? I'm just trying to figure out why you thought that was scary. Like, where, where, whose idea was it that was like, yeah, we're going to make the demons look like plague doctors. Like A movie where it does it does it for me is The Pale Door. This movie that's on Shutter, that's like a horror western. And the in spoiler alert for anybody that hasn't seen that, the spoiler spoiler alert, um, the witches in the movie um, kind of turn into these bird like creatures, and it looks good there. Maybe it's also the makeup. I don't know. It's practical, not a mask. Yeah, because I can tell this is a party city mask or whatever. Um, or it's given Halloween horror nights, as I said before. I just wish I would have just seen something else or more. Yeah, I like the concept. Like, you know, he's like in between worlds. Um, you know, he's not really living. He's not really dead because he's transitioning. So the ghost is, you know, the demons is trying to collect his soul, but they can't really figure this shit out because, you know, he's, you know, jumping over the lines on the train station. So he's getting it together. I like that. But um, 
they the, no no well after all that he pulls up on the mama who conjured him or will conjure this curse on him and the grandma this part is also giving me big theater vibes um but they're like yeah so you're experiencing all the stuff because you killed your last victim so you have to atone and go to hell that is the only way out of this buddy um and yep he doesn't make it no too bad for him peace bitch now I mean that's kind of what you get for wearing them fucking ugly ass shoes. Yeah. Also, you 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 knocked in the guy and killed him over some gold supers. You you're going to hell. Supers. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out. I'm trying to figure out what what point in life you gotta be at to where you need money bad enough to where you gonna knock a nigga out to take his gold supers. Like, where did you think this will get you some money? You down bad, like, real bad. Who's you gonna sell them to? What year is this? It had to be like had to be like 2011. He must have thought he was about to get a little Wayne backstage. I'm sorry. I could have did without the fecal matter. Yeah, that was that was gross. You know, people love people as in like people in horror movies or even down to like haunted houses love to have like a scat scene or a scat room or a scat is somewhere at all. Please, friend, like I know somebody's tired of me saying scat. You can't scare them, gross them out. That's what they do. Also, I feel like if he would have just took some scissors and cut the pants off. Now, yeah, he could have just cut the bottoms and slid the pants back on. It's I mean, just... at this point, you've already gone to the bathroom with yourself, so you should have just brought your spare clothes into the bathroom with you and, like you said, cut your clothes off in the shower. And wet and the then... shoes, but at least you could really get the your, He should have worn some, like, stretchy poom-poom shorts. So yeah. you could have just slipped them legs on in and just had them legs out. Just had the legs out with the supers. You already have the supers on, so here we are. Why you ain't just cut the shoes off? You can't you take them off. No I feel like if he would have tried to cut the shoes off, the scissors would have broke. And I feel like they definitely spared us, thank goodness. Um, with c- Spared us by cutting the, let me show him trying to struggle to take a shoe. No, That's like we the get clown it. situation where he was struggling to take it off. He had the fucking electric saw. Ugh. Now they did that good. In this yeah. movie, and this one, they were just like, you know, we see him struggling trying to take it off. I need them to go nerf no further than what they did. He can't take the shout out to Clown. Yes, that's one of clown. my favorite. That's one of my favorite horror movies. Movies fucked up. So, as the story wraps up, we're back to the main wraparound story. By the way, I found the name of the story. The story is called "The Mouths of the Bays and the Demons," and. We're back in Tony Todd's character, William, in Brooklyn. They are in, like, this underpass, like, couple cubbies down. Um, it's real shaky. There's, like, lamps. It's tarp on the wall. It's just not. You, every- you, know, what, you know what it looked like? It looked like um, Zion. Remember, remember, remember Matrix Reloaded when they was living underground? Yes. It looked like Neo's dorm. It does. It definitely does. However, it's not as warm and welcoming with air quotes up as Neo's dorm. Um, it definitely feels like something bad is happening here. Um, outside of, you know, in Neo's dorm, bad is happening around them. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, what's his name? William puts like like a, a puppet sock, like scarecrow head thing over the little girl Brooklyn head. <sighs> and He's, like, got a camera set up. It's just, you already know. It's not good. It's not fucking good. And you're sick to your stomach because Tony Todd is playing a predator and you just want to cry for a thousand nights. 
and um, he's making this little girl get on her knees and you know, he's trying to distract her as he grabs an axe and he's recording. So he's trying to crank up his own little snuff film. It's really fucking gross. And an interesting character for um, Tony Todd to be playing. Because he's played some fucked up characters. But I <laughs> I think this might might take the cake. If you're listening to this and you can think of something shakier, please let me know. Um, but yeah, so as this is happening... All these people start, uh, see, young people are emerging from the darkness. They all have these like sacks over their head and it's a whole rack of them. So you quickly figure out, oh, these are all the dead kids. Ooh, it's the dead kids. It's the dead kids. It's all the dead kids. Um, And William, Tony Todd is shook. He's like, what the hell going on here? The kids start taking the, the sacks off their head and no head and it's bleeding. The kids are screaming. William got the nerve to be crying. It just It's just like, you have the nerve to be crying. You're crying, but you killed them. It's your fault. And then you had a dumbass nerve to bury them here. So, of course, their fucking spirits are going to haunt this bitch. And so Brooklyn reveals herself to be da, 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 our new undertaker for hell. And she's just basically like, William, I don't know what the hell you got going on after he tries to hightail it. And she's like, you know what? I just need you to know, welcome to hell, motherfucker. And then, you know, they just get, they, the kids chop his ass up. He dies. They behead him. They take his head onto hell. And it's just it, y'all. That's how yeah. the movie ends. They get them predators him. out of here. Fucked him up. I'm sorry, it had to be you, Tony Todd. Damn, Tony Todd. He's probably somewhere enjoying Asian fusion food. Having a time in his life. Yep. <laughs> the way them kids chopped his ass up, though. Lord have mercy. That felt good. They surrounded his ass. Yeah, that scene should have been a lot longer. Like they should have, they should have spent more of the uh, special effects budget in showing him get like beat, beat to pieces. Yeah. But you know, that's neither here nor there. Um, I I would like to appreciate directors for for taking us on an emotional journey of trying to figure out why tony todd was escorting this little girl and from the beginning thinking oh maybe he's just taking her home because mom couldn't get her and then starting to question like why are they together and then at the end you're like oh he's a nasty nigga mm. had to be you yeah more party city oh, up at the end jeez you know, I, I wasn't too mad at the little girl's, like, demonic situation. Because, you know, I at this point, I already knew we were at the end. I already knew it was going to happen. Mm -hmm. And I think that balanced out that plus Tony Todd getting chopped up in a circle yeah. by the kids, Ooh. like, getting hacked to death. Um, I think that did it for me. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't so much distracted by all the random glow orbs of the kids' souls and reminding myself sci-fi um and not giving it a pass but this is what i'm telling myself and i was like you know at the end of the day this was better than the second one and i'm gonna watch it because i'm gonna support if they came out with a tales from the hood four i'm gonna talk big shit about it but i'm gonna watch it i am i'm gonna watch and i'm gonna hope that it's way better than what i think it is i'm not gonna talk big shit out loud i'm gonna just be like you know what why but also i'm gonna look yeah i'm gonna watch every single one to come out probably Maybe I have a pinch of a pain. I don't know. I mean, I just feel like I enjoy the first one so much. Like, I end up, I feel like I end up buying the first one. Like, I, I own it. 
like I could just watch it at any time. So I just feel like it's just I could literally turn it on right now, and I'm like, look at that. And then you start quoting the fucking movie because you watch it so many goddamn times. Yep. Um, I, like I said, this one is it's not too bad. It's just you know sci-fi. I feel like the stories actually has a little weight to them. They just the details really kind of fucked it up a little bit some in some spots, but um, still miles better than two to me. Would rather watch this over two. Um, would rather watch one twice over all, everything, but yeah. um, I'd rather watch one three times, but yeah. Um, yeah, I could tell that they was trying to do better than they did the second one. Mm-hmm. Like, they tried to, you know, speak on certain issues, social issues, without sounding as preachy as they did in the second one, but um, it just wasn't as funny or entertaining as the first one, but when compared to the second, it's definitely Oscar worthy. Okay. 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 I think that's pretty fair because you know it's it's it, it's the first one. Like that's it. The bar is up here. And now, unfortunately, all the other films that follow or stories that follow uh-huh. have to like either meet or surpass this really high bar. And that's tight, but also, you know, you always Trust have to live up. Right. But also, so, it was really bad. That second the second one, one was just, goddamn. damn, I there was just, no defending that. Yeah, I just really couldn't, like, it was just I so liked cheesy. the third one. Yeah, this one, it took a little bit of the cheese. I'd buy it if it came in a box set, because I would just have the second one. I would hate that I have it, but I have it, because you know I'm gonna watch it. Well. Also, I want to give my money to support Black. Yeah. I'm tired. I'm mad that you did this, but hey, take my and not because it was like just like super offensive. It was just like this could have been done differently. It could have. But here we are. But you know, who told you? Who are me? Who are me? Who are me? Okay, well, let's get some final thoughts. We already know how we feel about all these movies and which ones are our faves and not our faves. Um, we know we're recommending this. If they came out with a fourth one, what type of shit would you like to see? Okay. So, I want them to, I feel like there is definitely space to, I haven't seen a good zombie one again, like someone coming back from the dead again. They could do some zombie stuff. Um, Maybe, we saw vampires. Um, I kind of want to see some real, some Bruhira, Bruhira. Like, maybe somebody really, not 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 what they did with the third one, with that last story with the, with the gold super kiss, but like maybe some real like spells. I don't know. I'm trying to figure out what issues I would want them to because they like the first one, it had it, like it, it was like, bitch, we about to talk about this. Mm-hmm. Bitch, we about to talk about this. Um, I kind of want them to include like a workplace situation. So, like, mm-hmm. is at work. Maybe she finds out she's a witch and is fucking people up because they keep fucking her up. Maybe they try to fire her over some bullshit and she ruins them. You don't want to give it too much. You know, oh, yeah, sorry. But yeah, some shit like that. You, I'm with you. Yeah, just like there's other issues they can they can tack on, and we can use some different monsters to get into that, or some different magic, whatever magic. Because like I said, the first one where that little boy was balling that fucking picture up, I ain't never seen no shit like that before in my life. To this day, to this day, to, the the creativity, to this day, uh, <laughs> the creativity there. I just I'm like I just can't believe it. I feel like there are stories like that. 
I want you to tackle issue, but still make it, you know, real unique, mm-hmm. real, real popping. They can do it. I know it's in them. It can be done. Yeah, it's enough. It's enough scary shit being black that you can make a you can make a movie out of it. I would like for them to revisit the first movie with the whole um, zombie coming back after you pee on his grave, but mm. update it for like twenty twenty with somebody getting shot by the police. It's, mm. it's still happening like it was when the movie first came they out. Just pull up at your fucking house and beat your ass and shoot your grandma in her feet. I would like to see cannibalism. Ooh. Because cannibalism is always very fucking disturbing. A literal eat the rich um, situation. Would be you great. could do, yes, a literal eat the rich. Uh, I have a story in my head, but I'm actually going to save it um, because I'm going to save it. Because this dick ain't free. This dick is not free at all. Um, so we're just gonna go ahead and put that in the pocket bits. That's all I got on that. Um, okay. Well, I heard that. I actually heard they're supposed to be trying to turn that shit into a TV series, which would probably make it way worse. But you know what? I would watch that though. I would at least hope it gets one season. I would be curious as to who would pick that up. I think it has potential. It actually be really good because the stories don't have to be connected. No, there doesn't. It doesn't have to follow. It could be literally a short story every time in this universe where wild ass shit happens, which is basically our universe because wild ass shit happens in our lives right now every fucking day. So how far off are we? Not at all. Not far at all. Just add a little spooky shit. Yeah. Well, we are in the- So basically, when BET makes the Black Twilight Zone, I'm going to need Deborah Atten to cut that fucking check. Okay. basically what we just conjured up here. So, yeah, get on that, Viacom. I need my I need my back end, though. Oh. Holler at me. You know, they're like, what paperwork? What paperwork? We're not paying you niggas. Not a dime. That's what I said. Don't give them too much. Mm-hmm. Don't give them too much. Um, but if you have seen Tales from the Hood 3... Um, let us know your thoughts, regardless if you've seen it or not. How do you feel about this entire anthology series mm-hmm. period? Like movies one, two, and three. Um, let us know your thoughts on the Instagram machine or Twitter at Girl That's Scary. Um, you can also email us if you want to talk about that or just anything because we like chopping it up with everybody. Um at grltspod at gmail.com. Um, you can pull up at our website, which is www.girlthatscary.com, which has all those things I've mentioned. It has our Patreon. It has some other fun links. It has fun pictures that actually Lorenzo took. Um, so y'all need to get on that. Click, click, bitch. Okay. Where the money resides. Um, yeah, but pull up on that. And we appreciate y'all for listening. Lorenzo, we appreciate you for stopping by again. I'm so sorry that the panorama is keeping us apart. I hate this. Yeah. I thank y'all for having me. Um, I just had a quick thought before before we, we wrap this up, because I would like y'all's opinions. Speaking on trilogies, if you had to pit Tales from the Hood versus the VHS trilogy, which one are you picking? Because they all have, the, they, they kind of weigh the same. One is a classic, one is eh, and one is uh, trash. I'm going to go with Tales from the Hood because the original Tales from the Hood is still better than almost all those movies. So, I, while I love VHS 2, it's great. And it's scarier. 
like that story scares a bitch, but I'm not I'm not giving up that little boy crunching these motherfuckers up with the picture. I'm not giving up he must have weak bones. I'm not giving up like them finding their own selves in the casket and them hollow shaking at the end in that fucking Windows 95 fire. I love that movie <laughs> so much. Like I I would choose to watch Tales from the Hood one over any VHS movie. I'm gonna go with Jazz. I am gonna go with Tales from the Hood only because as far as I'm concerned, VHS is not a trilogy. Uh, until I have to actually recognize that it is a trilogy and that's not happening anytime okay. soon. Right. Um, because movie three never fucking happened. So in movie one, it's- I like movie one, but also movie one is very fucking shaky. And we know movie two is that girl. And in comparison to all three of these movies, I mean, movie two of Tales from the Hood was fucking Basuda, but at the same time, like... Is Tales from the Hood two better than VHS three? It never happened. I never fucking saw it because it never happened. <laughs> I keep trying to tell y'all it never happened. I've seen it, but I don't remember it at all. There you go. Um, so I don't really know if I would rather watch because Tales from Hood Two is hard for me to watch. You know what? We're gonna have to circle back after we but, watch all of these. Yo, can, can we? Can we? So since since there's no more Tales from the Hoods for right now. Can that be the next episode I come back on? Like when VHS I VHS versus Tales from the Hood. Yes. Or no, it has VHS to be, no, no, no. VHS two, or no, I'm sorry, VHS three versus Tales from the Hood two, which is worse. Like oh. we have to like, Why we have to her? watch them and like torture ourselves as a family. Oh my god! And then relive that trauma and oh make I feel like everyone listening will say, "What the fuck? I don't want to watch Tales from the Hood two again. I don't want to do that. I want to be on punishment." I would rather eat a denim jacket. Okay, can we just do VHS? We're gonna talk about this as a family because I I don't know if I can subject myself to that shit no more. I can't do it. I can't. Ask ask the ask the listeners if they want to see it because I be having a feeling all my ideas are good ideas, and I think you niggas is just in in denial. But I think the people would like to listen to us traumatize ourselves by watching those two again and like really comparing them side by side. Movie by movie for movie, pound for pound, which is worse. Okay, well, y'all heard that. If you made it this far, shout out to you. Thank you so much for listening and supporting us, and let us know in those things that we have mentioned before your thoughts on everything we said before, including mm-hmm. Lorenzo's thoughts on um, VHS versus motherfucking um, Tales from the Hood in those movies. So, yeah. Thank you so much, Lorenzo. Thank you. Oh, did you plug your shit again? I don't have anything to plug. Okay. Right. I, I'm just chilling. If you know weird. who I, I mean, I mean, I, I be doing shit here and there, but I'm, I'm, I'm focusing on me. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, we're gonna wrap this up with the. Let's just all focus on me ourselves. Mm-hmm. We love that, and we love you. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye.